welcome to the Spiral Up Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Lachelle Weenie, a peak performance coach and business strategist dedicated to helping you see what's possible within you, the blind spots that are holding you back, and the solutions to ensure success and fulfillment without the hustle. I use my secret sauce of metaphysics, brain science, and scripture to work with God to manifest your ideal life and business. If you're ready to create massive forward momentum in your business and bust through the blocks that drag you down, join me on the Spiral Up journey and create the clarity, confidence, and consistency to become the CEO that lives your life by design. It's time to create the sustainable impact, income, and time freedom you desire faster. Now is the time to Spiral Up. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to the Spiral Up Podcast. I am your host, Lachelle Weemy. It is so fun to be here. And I just got to tell you that just talking about all this productivity and time management has gotten me so sick and excited because it's so much fun to watch people get it. Last week, we we celebrated our Maximize Your Time Masterclass. We had so much fun working together to, to really gain some control and maximize and master the time that we've gotten like a boss, right? Like we don't have to be subject to something. We can start to own it. We can start to, to really treat it with some intentionality and design our life around the things that we would love to do. It is possible. And I am so grateful for all the people who showed up last week. And I just got to say that, you know, when we decide, when we make a decision that we're no longer willing to, to become victims of something, and we really want to become the best at whatever it is that we're doing, something shifts and we start to truly level up. We start to make a bigger impact. We have income shifts. We have we have all the cool things. And it was just, it was amazing, like so fun to watch. Now today, what I want to do is to kind of transition into more time management stuff, but now I want to also manage some relationship stuff along with it. Okay. So this is going to be great because I think that a lot of people that are in the entrepreneurial space do not have 100% full support of their family. Okay. Like I'm just going to call it out. Right. When I was starting my online business, when I started network marketing back in 2016, I had a really good job. Like I was living my dream job. I was a nurse anesthetist halftime. I was a professor halftime. I was living a good life. And I remember like I caught this bug. I caught this entrepreneurial bug. I started to recognize that I can make a bigger impact in the world. I allowed for me to have different creative outlets and I could utilize the leadership skills that I had been learning about on my terms. And it was so much fun. And I caught all of the things and I I couldn't get enough of it. And I remember my husband telling me one day, he's like, I don't get it. (laughs) Like, I don't get it. You know, you you know, had a great job as a nurse anesthetist working three 12 hour shifts. And then you needed to be a professor and now you work more and you get paid the same. Like I get it. And now you were doing that and you started this business and it's like, you're always on your phone. I feel like I never see you. And he just, he was not a fan. And I was like, honey, like you don't get it. Like there's so much potential in this and I've never felt more alive and whatever, but but he was just seeing me as like, Hey, I don't see her enough. Um, you know, I I don't get it. Like we had a fine life before. And so what I want to do is talk to you guys today about how you can prioritize your day and make sure that your priorities remain a priority, because I think that it's really easy for us that are really passionate about business to get lost in it. And all of a sudden the people that we care about the most are kind of like lost in the shuffle. 
And I remember my husband, like he's so sweet and he's my, he's my balancer, you know? And he's like, Lachelle, I just want to make sure that like, when you get to this, this destination that you want to be at, like, I want to make sure that all of the people that you want there are there. And that was so big because he just, he does, he keeps me grounded and he helps me to see some of the priorities because I'm very ambitious and I'm a, I'm a like go all in driven kind of person. And so he helps me to see that. And so I had to, to really look at my business and I had to really make the decision to make my priorities a non-negotiable when it came to my family and my time with God. And I had seen when I was early on in my, my, you know, online business career, like I said, um, now I'm a business strategist and, you know, a peak performance coach. But before that I got started in network marketing and I watched my upline burn herself out and then end up quitting. And it was devastating to me because I just absolutely adored this person. She was my mentor. She got, she got this vision. She, she was such a, a beautiful, beautiful Christian woman. And I watched her though, like taking calls at all times. Like I remember, you know, her helping me out with, um, a, you know, a question call that I had with a prospective client while she was at the amusement park with her family. And I remember thinking like, that must be the way that I have to do this. And it burnt her out. And so my husband was watching me do the same thing. And he's like, honey, you're on your phone all the time. And I have to admit you guys that it was a scarcity mindset that was really keeping me in those habits. I was like, I want these people to get their questions answered right away because I don't want them to want to go to someplace else. Or when it came to the team that I was leading, it's like, I wanted them to feel super supported. I mean, I was a servant leader, right? So that's what you do is you make sure that you're available for their questions. And I watched my mentor completely burn out and I watched her quit. And I had to really evaluate the fact, like, how am I leading? And is this sustainable? Is this the life that I want? And am I keeping my priorities a priority? And it's easy for me to go off like the all or nothing band, like the deep end, because I can be so driven that I can get very narrow focused and I kind of forget like what else I have going on. I don't know if you guys can relate to that. And so if you don't make things that are important to you intentionally a priority, you very well may look back and think what the heck just happened. Right? So I want to encourage you guys, first and foremost, to, to recognize some boundaries. Boundaries are good. I, I served in a boundaryless situation out of scarcity. I was so afraid that my team wouldn't grow if I didn't do everything for them. I was so afraid that they wouldn't um, stick around or they wouldn't succeed if I didn't show them every single step of the way. And my false thought of what a servant leader is meant that I had to serve everyone and do everything for them. And what I had to acknowledge is that I was literally robbing them of their ability to step up and to prove to themselves that they're capable of this. I was making them dependent upon me. And then I would find myself getting a little resentful and burnt out because I was like, I'm doing everything. Why isn't anybody stepping up? Because I had been doing everything for them. And I wasn't requiring them to step up. That is not the kind of leader that I wanted to be. And I'm guessing that's not the kind of leader you wanted to be either. 
And so have some boundaries. It's okay for you to, to put an out of office reply in an email if it's the end of the day and you just want to spend time with your family or you're going to enjoy the vacation that you're on. It's okay for you to, to tell a team that member that you are leading, hey, you know, once you have looked in three different places, then I want you to come back to me, not because I'm, I'm lazy, but because I want you to get used to where to look and how to find things so that you can teach your team the same. I want to be able to model successful boundaries so that I can make sure that, that what we're doing is sustainable. Because oftentimes people go into things like network marketing or building an online business because they want the time freedom. But if you are tied to your phone 24 seven and you feel like you're having to ignore your family and, and all the things, guys, like that's not freedom. That's bondage. And one of the coaches that I've worked with has told me, she said, busy stands for burdened under Satan's yoke. We can get really quote unquote busy, right? But is it for the right reasons and for the right things? And so boundaries are good because boundaries allow for you to keep your priorities a priority. Boundaries allow for you to teach other people how to treat you. Boundaries allow you to model healthy work behaviors for other people who are watching. Boundaries allow for you to keep your family knowing that they are a priority and that they, you love them. And boundaries are just a way to, to be a boss, honestly. Like you are not, you get to choose. And as long as you're choosing out of love, like I would love to help you, but I'm choosing this love of my family over the fear that I should do this and I should do that. Keep your motivation out of love. Keep the fear motivation to the side and just make a decision. Like what am I wanting to do and for how long and how can I make sure that people are supported in lieu of that? So maybe you beef up some systems or some automations for onboarding. One of the things that I have is um, the boards app that I use a lot for onboarding people. And so I'm like, all right, um, you know, go ahead and, and check out the boards app. I can refer people to things very quickly without having to get caught up in it. And that allows for me to maintain where I want to go and allows for me to help them too, right? So that's just one example that your job is to be of service to people, to support, to encourage, and to give people tools, but you are not responsible for them. You are only responsible for you. So your decisions on what you do, what your decisions on what you say yes and no to are your responsibility. How they interact with that is their responsibility, but you are responsible to be kind, to be supportive, and to be encouraging to them. But what they do with that is on them. You are not responsible for the successes or the failures of your team. And I want you to just start to recognize that you're making a bigger impact when you show them how to boss up, when you show them to find things themselves, when you show them that, that this can be doable to create this beautiful life by design. Okay. I also want you to schedule time with the people that matter the most, right? So when I take my brain dump from the week and I start to plug things in, I have to plug them in around my priorities. You guys have all heard this analogy of, you know, having a jar, right? If I fill the jar with sand and then I try to put the big rocks in afterwards, they're not going to fit. But if I put the big rocks in the jar first and then I fill it with the small things, the sand, then everything fits. That is how life works. You have to make sure that the priorities that you really, really want to honor go in first and then you can fill everything in afterwards. So I would schedule time or do schedule time with my family 
on my calendar and then the things that I have go around them. I call them my non-negotiables. So my non-negotiables have always been God and my family. So I want to make sure that I'm scheduling time with God in the morning before anybody else is awake so that nobody can hijack that. That doesn't interrupt anybody else's day, anybody else's time. And that's my alone time with him to make sure that I start my day out well, right? He's a non-negotiable. I It makes sure that I get up early enough before anybody else to make sure that that time happens. But then I also dedicate some time with my kids. So like Last night, I went on a little mini date with my son because he's done such a great job in cross country. I wanted him to know how proud I am of, of how hard he's been working. I mean, it's so great. Like he's found his thing and it's so fun to watch him shine. And so the two of us just went out on a, on a little mini date. I took him out for supper. We chatted like it was so amazing. That one-on-one time is huge. And I found that no matter how big or little your kids are, it's the quality of time that they perceive, not the quantity of time. And so if I, when my kids were little, would spend, let's say, 20 minutes on my calendar with each one of the kids, uninterrupted, whatever they wanted to do, they perceived that time like it was hours. But because I was so intentional, because I was so present, because I was allowing them to feel special in that moment, that time felt like gold to them. So you don't have to necessarily devote hours and hours of your time or do anything super fancy. Just be intentional about scheduling time with your family and it'll make them feel important. Now, I do the same thing with my husband. On Friday nights, that's our date night. And I try really hard to make sure that I always honor that because it's a priority. Unless we both agree that it's you know, not going to happen or we're going to move it to another night, it's going to happen. And that leads me to another thing that I say that when I look at my calendar and I have, you know, my non-negotiables, my family time on my calendar, those things are non-negotiable, meaning that they won't get bumped off the day. So if something happens, let's just say something happens and I get, you know, the time slot that I had for them hijacked, maybe the neighbor shows up at the door and they they sat and talked for 15 minutes and that took up my time with, with what I was going to do with my kids, Right then that time gets moved to another time of day with my kids and something else might have to get bumped to the next day. But my family time, because it's a non-negotiable, because it's a priority of mine, will always make it on that day and something else will have to be moved. So really honor that. Do what you say you're going to do and make the people that you are um, wanting to honor feel important. Now, that's going to be a whole nother podcast episode, but I'm just going to mention this, that the five love languages is a really great tool to make sure that you're utilizing the things that matter most to the people that you love. My husband's big, um, the his most important love language is quality time. So if I am busy on my phone when we're hanging out or I don't create dedicated time with him, like it literally does impact his, what they call the love tank in the book. And he doesn't feel as appreciated. His affection um, that he feels from me is, is depleted. And so I have to make sure that I maintain it as a priority. And it does that if, if your, if your spouse is, is a quality time person, that does not mean sitting next to them on the couch or in bed and posting on your stories because you said you were gonna. It means unintentional or intentional, uninterrupted, undisrupted time where they get your quality attention. And I want you to know that like that little tiny bit will change everything when it comes to the support that you have from your loved ones. That remains um, the 
the thing that, that really carries me to the next thing, which is the be, be present, whatever you are, be all right. So let me explain that because this is a game changer for a lot of my clients. If you feel like you have so much to do. Okay. And you also feel mom guilt because like you just, you could like spend the whole day with your kids, but you also have to get all this stuff done with, with your business. So a lot of us think that, well, I can do both, right? Um, I'll just have the kids there and then I'll like help them when they need it. And I'll maybe take a little bit of playtime, but then I'll go back to my, to my job and then I'll go back and forth, blah, blah, blah. Honestly, if you listen to my last week's episode, you know that anytime you are distracted or taken away from your point of focus, it could take 23 minutes to get back to where you were. 23 minutes. So little Timmy needs a diaper change or a snack. It's going to take you that much longer to get back into the swing of things. Now, just because we can doesn't mean we should. And so what I want to encourage you guys to do, and every mom's different, so this might not apply to you, but I want to just encourage you to, to make a decision. Like, what if I took little Timmy to daycare for two hours every single week, day of the week, for two hours in the morning? Or maybe you mom swapped with another entrepreneur, right? So you watch each other's kids for two hours each day, okay? That means that when you are free from mom duty, you can get 100% focused on being an entrepreneur and you can be more efficient and more effective and you are giving it your all and you're going to get way more done because you're being an entrepreneur at that moment. There's no guilt. There's no shame because remember that sucks us down to the lower vibrational plane. And that's not where we want to be. That's not where our true life is, is living, right? So you allow yourself to just take that time without guilt and then you just, you knock it out. How much could you get done without having anybody interrupting you? But then you go pick up a little Timmy from daycare. And now you decide that now you're mom and you're going to put on your mom hat, right? And you be mom. You don't allow yourself to feel guilty for not working. You don't shame yourself for whatever you be. And you be the best, most present, amazing mom that you can in that moment. Maybe you send your kids to daycare all day and you knock things out so that as soon as they're done or as soon as they're home from school, then you're, you're switching to mom mode. That's what I do is I work very hard and very intentionally to get my work done before 4 p.m. Because once my kids get home, I want to be mom. And I don't want to have to feel guilty for not working on my business. And I don't want to feel guilty when I'm you know, working on my business and I should be a mom. Or, or, you know, feeling guilty I'm not working on my business when I am a mom. So whatever you are, be and give yourself that permission to be 100% present in whatever it is that you have to do. Another thing that really helps, when I think about like my family and priorities, and I am also a really driven person, is, is incorporating my family into my business. I, a few years ago, did a vision board with my family. It was really fun. I went to my, my hairstylist. I'm like, hey, girl, do you have any magazines? Um, she sent me home with a whole bunch. And we had so much fun, like cutting out different things from our dream life. And we, you know, glued it to this tag board. And we, I put it in a frame and we put it in the living room. And it represented our dream life as a family. And so when the kids put that they wanted to go to Disney World, let's just say, 
it allowed for them to associate what it is that I'm doing with my business to help get them to Disney World. This dream life that we have as a family is going to be possible because of what mom does. And it allows for you to incorporate the whole family into the vision and allows you guys to work together. You also can, you know, incorporate your kids when it comes to maybe events, maybe take them along on a trip and allow them to, to, you know, have, have some time with your spouse, but being at the destination, for example, or maybe you allow them to be helpers at an event that you have, or you, you bring them onto your podcast or you, just incorporate them in little ways into their business, into your business so that they feel like they're a part of it. And it's not a separate thing because it allows for you to incorporate a little bit more of that and life. I also want to just encourage a communication between your family and really big goals. So if you're hustling hard constantly for years, you know, like 12 hours a day, seven days a week for years, your family is going to get really sick of it, especially if they feel like they're being neglected, like, and you can't blame them, right? But there are going to be moments where you're going to be running for some really big things. Maybe you have a big goal for end of the year, or you have a promotion that you're fighting for, or you have um, a trip that you, that you could qualify for. You can make a decision to say, you know what? For these six weeks, I am going to put my my head down and I am going to get to work and I am going to make this happen, but it's going to be harder. Mommy's going to be a little bit more busy and I really want you guys to, to just understand that this is not how it's going to be forever and allow them to get involved in the short term of this big goal. And I like to include like a, a dry erase board that I put in the kitchen or in the family room somewhere where everybody gets to see it where you can put different markers. Like maybe you have tallies or maybe you have like a big column that you can fill in as you meet a certain um, monetary goal. Or let's just say you wanted to enroll, you know, five more clients and you have five little squares that you get to color in. Your kids, your spouse gets to see this progress in of your goals. They get to cheer you on. They get to ask you, mom, how, how's your goals coming? My son used to ask me all the time, mom, how's, how's the car, car coming? because he knew that my company was giving away a Mercedes and he knew that I could, you know, he like, he knew I was working hard and on, on earning that. And so when we allow our kids to be a part of it or our spouse, a part of it, and we make it something that all of us can see and all of us can feel and, and be a part of, it doesn't have to be a negative thing. It can actually be something that everybody roots for you and, and wants to cheer you on and wants to help out. Like, Hey, maybe your spouse is like, you know what? I, I got dinner for these six weeks. Like, I'm so proud of you. You do this. Like when I wrote my book in those six days, like my family was so stick and supportive. Like they were amazing. They knew that I was going to buy these tennis shoes when I, when I finished by the end of the week. Like they were like, Hey mom, like how the tennis shoes come in. Um, they, they left me alone because they knew this was a big goal that I had. My husband was so supportive. He took care of the kids, like incorporate them. Now, if I would have done that for weeks and weeks and weeks and months, it might not have, you know, whatever. So, so try to keep it on a, a small enough, but realistic time frames to allow your family to, to buy in without burning them out. And then the last thing that I want to say about this is to make sure that your family is rewarded for, for your hard work and for their, 
they're encouraging um, support, right? So maybe it's, hey guys, once I meet this goal, um, I'm taking you guys all on a trip to Disney. And they get a chance to buy in to what it is that you're working for. I also think it's really important, and I, I cannot even tell you how many people I've talked to that are in business. Let's just say you are in a network marketing business, and you don't share with your spouse how much money you're making. All they see is you working all the time, and they're not seeing any fruits of your labor. And then you wonder why they're not supporting you and why they're not buying into your vision because they aren't seen like, show me the money. And all it takes is like, Hey, hon, like maybe it's $50 and then it's 150 and then it's a thousand and fifty and then it's 10,050. But the point is, is that you have to show them that there is something coming from your work because all they're seeing is like, I don't see anymore. And this sucks. Right. And so allowing yourself to open up, maybe it's not what you thought it was going to be, but at least it's something. And I need you to communicate that with them because it is going to help them buy into what it is that you're doing. When I started to show my husband, you know, the clients I was bringing in and talking to him about my plan, like, Hey, hun, like, this is, this is how much I, I charge my clients. This is how many I'm serving right now. This is how long they're with me for. My goal is to get to this many clients. That's going to bring in this much money. This is my plan. It helps him to buy in because you guys, he is not an entrepreneurial minded person in the disc world. He's an S he likes things stable. He likes things secure. And so my crazy entrepreneurial journey and my dreams and my vision is scary to him. And so I have to communicate with him. Hey, hon, this is, this is where I'm at. This is my goal. This is my plan to get there. And once I did that, you guys, he was all in. But if he doesn't understand because that's not how his brain is wired or that's not how th things work for his professional life, it's really hard for him to, to give you the support that you need because he just doesn't understand. So incorporate this into your relationships. Make sure that they know that that you want them to be involved in it and they will help. And so I hope that these tips are not only going to help you to build the relationship that you want with your family. I hope that it helps you to completely crush your goals in the next season. And I hope that it helps you to manage your time and prioritize your time so that you can keep the things that matter most on your calendar. Maybe it's time with your mom on the phone. Maybe it's, you know, a dinner date with your bestie once a week or once a month. But I want you to make some intentionality around it because if you are constantly reactive, you're going to find that you're going to get behind really fast. Be proactive on the things that matter to you the most, you guys, and life will turn out the way that you want it to. All right, you guys, I hope that you had a great day. Make sure that you stay tuned because I have this amazing, amazing Spiral Up Summit coming up that is going to be just killer. I have 20 other experts that are going to be pouring into people in this amazing Spiral Up Summit the first week in December. You are going to hear from literally some of the best experts in business, and I can't wait to tell you all about it. So make sure that you stay tuned, and thanks for being here. Let's continue to maximize our time and continue to spiral up. Bye, everybody. So much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe and leave a review. Each honest review helps me spiral up so that I can serve you even better. Whether you're feeling a lack of impact, income, or time freedom, or perhaps you're just ready for massive momentum in your business, let's chat. Apply for a breakthrough call so that you can gain clarity. Identify what's holding you back 
and make a plan to spiral up. Head on over to im-lifebydesign.com backslash breakthrough or access the link in the show notes. For immediate support, log into our community, The Better Club. We focus on inspiration, tactical guidance, and support. This is a community that wants to be better, do better, and have better in life and in business, and we're going to help you do the same. Let's spiral up, friends.